Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting news. The ESL Empowered, Secure, and Loved eight-week relationship coaching program is officially reopened for application. This eight-week program fills up really quickly every time we open the doors. So you are going to want to apply ASAP. This program is for you if you're ready to get off the dating roller coaster for good. And if you need those internal shifts that allow you to embody a securely attached woman so you can effortlessly attract that relationship that you want. It also is for you if you need the tools for attracting and maintaining that healthy relationship. The program is designed, obviously, to help you bring in that partner that you can build a long-term, intentional, healthy relationship with. And even more importantly, it is about healing that relationship with yourself. This is that internal transformation that is needed when you're ready to step into the relationship that you deserve and to step into the next level of your life. I am personally inviting you to apply if you know that you're ready for help in this area of your life. You can't do it alone. You've tried everything and you are absolutely ready to do the internal work to get the change that you need so you can stop the pain and the heartache in your life and maybe go back into summer, go back into dating, feeling empowered, secure, and loved and ready to attract that relationship that you're so deserving of. If that's you and you're like, okay, Dr. Morgan, I hear you. I know I need this. I am going to take ownership of this area of my life. Enough is enough. I know I deserve what I deserve and I'm going to take action. If that's you, I encourage you to go to my Instagram bio, use the link there. It's apply now. So apply for the program there, or there will also be a link in the show notes. Make sure you don't wait. Apply now to reserve your spot in the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I am so excited We have a special guest with us. One of our clients who has gone through the ESL program is super brave, being super vulnerable, and joining me today to talk about her story. Welcome, Danielle. So excited to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to share my journey with everybody. Yay. 
And I want to start out, um, just tell us a little bit about you. Like, where are you located? What do you do? Just a little bit of backstory. Yeah, yeah. So I'm from the Midwest. I live in Indianapolis. Um, I'm a critical care nurse. So I do that. Um, Kind of some of the things I like to do. I love working out. I love cycling and, and, you know, my newfound love for (laughs) self-care. Yes. Yes. We both love cycling, love working out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I love how the other night I shared my guilty pleasure of being in love with Justin Bieber's new album and you're into it. <laughs> I love his new album. Oh, it's so good. It Peaches. is. <laughs> Peaches. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm not the only one. Um, And you have been such a joy to coach and just watching your transformation. I think one of the things that really stands out to me is just, I remember our first meeting and just kind of seeing where you were at to then where you're at now Mm -hmm. and being able to really see and just feel a difference in you. It's incredibly inspiring. Um, So let's dive into some of that. Tell us kind of what was it that that brought you to the program? Where were you at in your life that made you decide you were ready? Yeah. um, So I honestly can't even remember like how I had found your podcast, but I am such a believer in like fate and that the universe gives you what you need at that time. And I was just on Spotify, um, like kind of like looking through and I'm like, Oh, I was like, you know, this sounds like a cool podcast. I remember listening and I'm like, oh man, this girl is my jam. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. Um, and so that's kind of, I just kind of how I found you. And, you know, prior to that, you know, I had, you know, a whole, whole different slew of relationships and just, you know, I see all these successful relationships around me. And I don't know, I just kind of felt like I was like, what am, what am I doing wrong? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I just, for some reason, would feel like I was too much. I'm a very loud, talkative person. Mm. <laughs> and I remember hearing, and this still sticks with me to this day, of having a guy tell me one time, you're intimidating and you're too much. And that just, like, for whatever reason, like, after that, you know, you're like, oh, do I need to, like, back down? Do I need to, like, what do I need to do? So then I carried that into relationships of, like, you know, I'm too needy, I'm too whatever, and just kind of like diminish my needs. And just kind of wonder, like, okay, well, why, why is this working for me? Because, you know, again, like I said, I see all these successful relationships around me, like, what is it? What is it about me? And I found the book um, attached. And I read that book. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I am an anxious avoidant attachment style which I guess is apparently very rare, they say, mm-hmm. but I'm like, holy cow, this is me. Um, where, you know, I go into relationships, sometimes I would be like, I need you, I need you, I need you. Like, I need, you know, I need to talk to you very frequently. Or, you know, I have other relationships where I'm like, oh, like, we don't need to talk every day. Like, why are you, te- like, why are you texting me? Like, this is, you know, yeah. this is a lot. So, and I would always have that, like, push, pull, push, pull. Um, and then started listening to your podcast and I'm like, oh gosh, she like, she, she's really into attachment theory. This is great. 
Um, and you know, I would hear you talk about the ESL program and I'm like, you know what, like a big believer in faith or faith, excuse me. And I'm like, okay, this is put into my life for a reason. So, you know, I sent the email, I talked to Amy, Amy and I hit it off and it just was history from there. I love that. And I loved what you shared about realizing about attachment theory of, Oh my gosh, I have both the anxious and avoidance styles. And yes, that that is about 5% of the population. And, um, it's the most painful experience to have because it's so Mm -hmm. unpredictable and energy draining and just that feeling of, Oh my gosh, I really, I really want to be close to somebody. And at the same time, I'm terrified of that closeness. So that like two steps forward, two steps back. And for you, how, like, how was that working in your dating life? Were you going through the same kind of patterns over and over or what, what was going on for you in the past? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because I feel like while each relationship was kind of different, it was the same patterns where I would either really be anxious, you know, have those anxious tendencies mm-hmm. where then I would go into that, um, the, uh, oh, what is it called? The, not rep- um, oh, it's at the tip of my tongue and I can't think of what it's called. Repetition, uh, compulsion. Be- oh, or protest behavior. You know, oh, protest behavior. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, go into that. And then, you know, yep. then I would see my avoidance style come out and be like, oh, well, you know, if you're not going to, yeah, you know, give me attention or whatever. Well, then fine. Like, then I'm going to be distant, and totally. and you know, my avoidance style will come out. So yeah, clearly, it did not work out very well for me. <laughs> yeah, and I think one thing that really stands out to me too is just how energy draining that can be. And then instead of relationships adding value to your life, they're actually subtracting value and just really draining your energy. So dating's not fun. Dating is kind of like this chore slash nightmare. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, you know, the past couple of years, that's how I felt where it was a chore, you know, Um, you know, going on dating apps and just feeling like, oh gosh, another date, like, and, and just kind of feeling this, um, just feeling like oh my gosh like it's it's the guys kind of always like putting it on Mm. something else never really actually looking inside and and looking at the work that I needed to do like oh it's just you know the guys that are my age are just terrible or whatever you know always looking for something to blame rather than being like hey like maybe we do need to look inward and kind of do that work and figure (laughs) out yeah what's going on because if those patterns are repeating like not every part you know it's Yeah. There's a common denominator. Yes, exactly. Yes. I love that ownership and that's so key to doing the work and such a gift to yourself to get to that place of, okay, how can I work on what I can control? So yeah, I so appreciate your vulnerability and sharing that. And I know a lot of people who are listening can relate as well. Of It's really easy to just say, oh, it's, where I'm located, or um, it's these guys that I'm dating, um, it's the apps, it's XYZ, it's this generation, whatever. 
But the reality is, is you have to be able to focus on what you're bringing and the factors that you can control, which is who you are and how you're approaching dating. So such a good point. Mm -hmm. One thing I wanted to talk about is the relationship with yourself. I think that's one thing that kind of stands out to me in thinking about your transformation is Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about like the relationship with yourself and how that has evolved through doing the work. Yeah. So, you know, I, I found working out probably about like six years ago, I started really getting into that. And, um, I have anxiety and depression. I'd been diagnosed with that ever since I was in nursing school. So going through that, trying to find things that would, you know, help that. Um, and I don't know, I just, I, it's like, I, I was always outsourcing my happiness. I was always trying to find that, oh, if I could just do this, then I'll be happy. If I could just do that, I will be happy. And, you know, and you do go through life and you do those things and you accomplish those things, which is wonderful, but then you're still not happy and you're wondering why. So, um, you know, prior to the program, I, it's not that I was unhappy. I don't want to say that my relationship with myself just wasn't the best. You know, I, like I said, I, I have, you know, anxiety and depression, the body image issues, um, just because in this day and age, you know, we have social media. It's so yeah. hard to keep up with that. Yeah. Um, and just after finding this program, going through and doing the work, I just, I, I'm amazed at myself and the transformation that I've made that there is a framework to dig deep and it's hard. It is hard work. It is emotional work. I remember the very first thing that we did or one of the very first things was those limiting beliefs about yourself Yeah, and writing all the things down. And I had in the span of like 10 minutes, I had 35 things that I found that were limiting me in myself and, you know, and then, and then changing that of like, okay, let's, let's go from that negative mindset of, you know, you're constantly telling yourself, you know, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not this, I'm not that. And then having, you know, making that transformation of your mind of being like, no, I am, I'm enough. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need to, to prove to anybody else or anything. It's, you know, and, and so, so changing that from going from a, a, a neg- negative place to telling yourself, no, yes, I am. I am good enough. And kind of just transfer, like transforming that energy. Yeah. Um, having that, well, what do you say that feminine energy? Yes. That. I try, you know, the attractor so, energy. Uh, yeah. Secure, energy, yes. attractor, confident. It's all, yeah. All the same. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, just this program has just given me the best framework to be able to do that. And, um, like, I just, I, I can't be thankful enough. You know, I, in a span of, I started in January and what now it's April, like, just in that time frame, and I've had even my friend, my all my close friends are like, you just you you seem happier. You yeah, you bring a different energy to the table, and I'm like, because I feel good. I feel good. I'm talking to myself more positively. Yeah, 
It's amazing how, when you start to change that narrative and how you're talking to yourself, how powerful that is and how it, it transforms the relationship with yourself, of course, but then also mm -hmm. just how you're showing up, showing up in the world and showing up in your other relationships and that mm -hmm. energy of, you know, I think about when we love ourselves and we have that healthy relationship with ourselves we're just much more likely to be loving, be joyful and be able to give to others. So by mm -hmm. loving ourselves, it then facilitates that connection with other people, whether it's friends or mm -hmm. family. And of course, with a romantic partner as well. Um, yeah. And it's definitely clear just in meeting with you over the course of this time that I can definitely see how much your energy has shifted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I feel it. Like I remember that very first call we had, like, I just, I don't know. I wasn't in a good place. And you know, sometimes you don't realize it at times. Sometimes your hindsight really is 2020. Yeah. You look back and you're like, wow, like you know, I was sure I was, I was doing, you know, I, I was working out, but it's like, you know, we're, were yes. you, were you were mentally, where were you? Were you, mm. you know, you were speaking to yourself, you know, poorly and, you know, looking in the mirror and being not liking what you see. And, yeah. and instead of, you know, doing that, I can, I can now be like, you know, what? I, you know, I love this about me because of, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, so it is, it's that it really is. It's exactly what you say. It's rewiring your brain, rewiring your brain. And I love that we talk about you know, going to the gym and the physical activity. And of course that's great. And you know, I'm a huge mm -hmm. fan yeah. of that. Um, and at the same time, if you haven't rewired your brain and you haven't gone internal and really looked at that emotional self, right. Um, sometimes working out can actually just be a distraction to not mm -hmm. deal with that stuff. So, you know, now you have the, the gift of being able to yes, have the physical activity, but also you've done that deeper emotional work. Um, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of us just avoid it because it is hard. I know you talked about that. Like clearly, I mean, the program, I, I never will tell people that it's a walk in the park. Like, of course mm -hmm. it's challenging. That's why not everybody does this work. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm curious what you would say, like, what was it that helped you go through it and really show up and really do the work of the program, even though it was hard, like what was it that allowed you to still show up for yourself and do the work? Yeah, I think it was just knowing that I didn't like where I was at. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't like where I was at. I didn't like where I was at with relationships. I didn't like where I was at with dating. I didn't like where I was at with my own mindset. Um, and you know, I, I just knew I had to make a change. I was in that spot where I'm like, I have got to change something. I'm doing the same thing over and over again and nothing's yes. working. So, um, you know, going, going through that, I mean, that's, that's what helped me is because even just from the, from our, our very first module knowing of like, okay, this is going to be tough because I really, I've got to, I've got to dive in and I've got to yes. really look at all of that. Um, but just after that first module and, you know, having things come through and, and had coming through with those realizations. Um, that was what motivated me to get through. It was just like, okay, this is working. Like, yeah, I got to work through some of this stuff, but 
man, I feel good. Like I feel good just yeah. getting it out. It's it's kind of like, like I said, like a weight just lifted off my shoulders. I just felt better getting it out. And, and so that was a really big motivator for me to just keep going through because I felt so good getting it all out. I love that. Yeah. It's amazing how when we start to do the work and we're willing to do it, and then we start to feel some change, we get some momentum. Mm-hmm. sometimes that first step of just the commitment of, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to work on this. That's the hardest part. And then once we get going, keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So appreciate you sharing that. I'm curious. So, you know, I myself obviously have created the program gone through it. I know the process, but I do believe that each person who goes through it really takes whatever they need. They're, they're going to get the transformation that they need. They're going to learn the things that they need to learn personally. So mm-hmm. I'm curious for you, like what have been your biggest takeaways from this experience? Definitely the limiting beliefs um, in, in working through that and, and, and learning how to change them into empowering beliefs. I think that that's that's been huge for me of of you know realizing that you know hey you are great you are a wonderful person like how how can you how can you change that how can you change speaking to yourself to to be more be positive and, and take that into your life take that into your relationships um, yeah I just think that that was huge like I remember going through that and just like sobbing for like 10 yeah. minutes. Um, yeah, just, just because you don't, you don't realize it. So you get things out on paper sometimes that you're like, Oh wow. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> I think it was that. And then also the, uh, the repetition compulsion part too. of, um, what did you say? It was, we repeat what we do not repair, you know, yeah. cause you do once if you, you know, you don't fix, you know, how you're, how you're thinking about things and yeah, you're going to keep repeating those same exact patterns. So you've, you've got to be able to break that. So that, that was another huge one for me. I love that. Yeah. I think both of those are incredibly powerful. Just that, that realization of how you talk to yourself, the beliefs that you have about yourself. And I think also it's so powerful when you go, Oh my gosh, I've been holding on to all these limiting beliefs that were just given to me and none of them are true. They're just these Mm -hmm. lies that I've been carrying around about myself. So how empowering that is to let go of those lies and then, yeah, step into your truth, step into your Mm -hmm. empowering beliefs about yourself, um, and really rewiring your brain with that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the repetition compulsion piece, exactly. If we don't repair, then we're you know, we may date different people, but we're repeating the same pattern. So it's a different person, but it's the same relationship experience. So yeah, mm-hmm. breaking that pattern, the, the pattern has to stop and creating that new relationship blueprint. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if you were talking to somebody who was thinking about the program, what would be your best advice for them in terms of should they do it? Or I guess like, how would they prepare for it? 
Yeah. I mean, I, if anybody were to ask me if they should do this, I would say absolutely 100%. Yes. Um, because for me, it was a huge mindset transformation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of took a break from dating while doing this because I really, really wanted to focus on myself and focus yeah. on, on doing that, that change. Um, so I would say that any, you know, anybody that is, can relate to what I've said, you know, go for it. You know, if you're repeating the same patterns, you know, we, there's something's got to give, right. Yeah. Um, and the framework for this program is amazing. It's, it's, again, it's not easy. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it is, you, 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 I, I think if it, if somebody goes through it and they think it's easy, you're not, you're not digging deep enough. I agree. You're not digging deep enough for sure. Yeah. Um, I will say knowing that it is, it is a financial investment as well. So, you know, like knowing that, but in what it has done for me and how I feel it's worth it. I would do it all over again for sure. I love that. And I love that you are an example of someone who said, Hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to show up with everything. I'm going to really do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I talk about playing full out, you showed up, you played full Mm -hmm. out and that's how you get the results. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I mean, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, if there's something that you are, you know, you're going to invest in and you want to make a change. I mean, yeah, it is. It's you, you have the framework, but it is, it's what effort you put in of how, of what your outcome is going to be. Exactly. Exactly. And I always think like, you know, as humans, we really want the quick fix and, and that's why we have like matchmakers, you know, you can go pay Mm -hmm. a matchmaking service or, you can try to find something that's like, oh, here's the perfect texting script that'll mm-hmm. then get you the guy. If you text him this, he'll be chasing you. And that like all of that quick fix BS stuff, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't work, right? Like I think <laughs> like going through this kind of program, hopefully what anybody would learn is it's about, okay, who you become and then also your approach, but you are different. It's not like you get some quick fix or some tools, but you become the version of you. You embody the securely attached woman. Mm-hmm. So it's more like, okay, you become a different person, you transform. And then what you're supposed to do comes to you naturally because mm-hmm. you've transformed. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of laughing when you say the whole like quick fix thing of like, oh, like how to text the guy. I remember <laughs> there was one time I was like, okay, how to make the perfect Bumble profile. Like, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Of like, okay, like what can I do to attract, you know, attract the yeah. guy, attract the perfect guy. And it's like, but, but those things I was putting out there wasn't, that's not me. That's not who yeah. I am. So of course I'm going to attract the wrong guy because. I'm putting out there a version of myself that's not who I really am, you know? It's so, I (laughs) have to laugh at that, you know? You're so not alone in that. I mean, I know it's just so easy to fall in that trap of, oh, all these sort of like external things that I could change instead of really changing who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I mean, there's articles on that of like, oh, how to get the guy, how to do this, how to do that. I know, <laughs> like, I know. Like, oh my gosh, I used to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think the goal is for you to be able to be in a place where you're relaxing in your dating life, you're enjoying it, and you are your authentic self. You're showing up as who you really are, right? Exactly. Yeah. And just letting it be fun. Like I said, yeah. like before I was, oh, I would make dating a chore. Like, uh, yeah. gotta go date. Now it's like, oh no, this is so fun. I get to meet all of these guys. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, that's fine. I met a, a, a great guy. We had a good time and, and yeah, yeah. We, we went our separate ways. It was okay. Exactly. Yeah. Being able to date from a securely attached place and date from a confident place and where you can be present and, and have fun instead of mm-hmm. trying to analyze and predict and control. Um, mm-hmm. It's just so much more fun. And, you know, you, then you're not draining yourself and having dating feel like a chore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think um, in terms of where you're at now and what you want for your future? Like, I'm, I'm curious, like, Tell me a little bit about where you are now and what, what you want for your future. I know that's so vague, but yeah, whatever yeah, you want to um, share. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what I, um, where I'm at now, I mean, I guess I, I do feel that I am dating from a more secure place. I'm, I'm, as you probably, you know, I dating scientist. I'm, I'm yes. analyzing the, I'm analyzing still, but more in that sense of, before it used to be, do they like me? You know, do they like, you know, how I'm, you know, how I'm dressed? Do they like this about me? Like, did I say the right thing? And now it's, you know, transforming of like, okay, but do I like them? Good. You know, you know, turning it back to that of, of not putting that emphasis so much on like, you know, having to be the perfect person and then, you know, being that love scientist, that's what it was, love scientist of, you know, okay, like, do I like them, you know, collecting the data, trying to, you know, figuring out like, okay, you know, and just taking that step back and not having to dive in so fast, you know, letting my anxious uh, attachment style come out and being like, you know, we've got to, you know, do this and this and this, and it's got to be this perfect way or whatever. It's like just letting it happen, letting it, Mm -hmm. letting it flow and, and, you know, um, gathering the data. I love that. I love that so much. I think that when women, you know, first come into the program, maybe initially they are thinking like, oh, this is about how I can finally get the guy, which of course Mm -hmm. it is about attracting the relationship. But I think you and I know that it's also about who you become and just Mm -hmm. your own level of happiness and self-worth whether you're in a relationship or not, you know, I always say this, I'm sure you've heard me say it many times, Danielle, that a relationship cannot give you anything that you can't give yourself. Mm -hmm. So really embodying that and getting to that place where, Hey, I'm happy with me. I'm happy with who I am. And it would be great if a partner came in and they multiplied my happiness, but I'm not waiting Mm -hmm. for that person to give me my self-worth. I create it. And I definitely feel, yeah, you're so there. You're so there. 
Which oh, is yeah, great. because you, you can't like anything that even comes into your life. You know, I talked about, you know, always looking, outsourcing my happiness, always looking for that. It's yeah. Like, well, if I could just find the right guy and it, it would be, everything would align, everything would be perfect. And it's like, no, that's, that's, that is not how it works. Because if I'm not happy, if my cup isn't filled, what do I have to give? I can't pour from an empty cup. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And I know there's a lot of women and I think even health professionals, you as, as a nurse, right? Like you kind of have that ingrained of always giving, 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 Mm -hmm. and not expecting in return. Um, it just makes me think how powerful it is to have, to have the shift of, Hey, I can take ownership over giving to myself, over filling up my own cup, making sure that I'm taken care of. And I can do that before anything else in my life. I can mm-hmm. priority. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, well, I just so appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing your story I'm curious, is there anything you'd want to say to any women out there who maybe are kind of where younger Danielle was or the earlier version of you who are struggling, who are going through the same patterns over and over and feeling pretty hopeless, like, ugh, I give up, you know, um, what would you want to say to those women? You're not alone. Oh, Even so though it may, feel, it may feel like that, I've been there. I know what that feels like. I don't want to get emotional, <laughs> but like that, it, it does, it hits deep because, you know, I've, I've been there where it's like, you don't want to, it's kind of like, you don't want to bother anybody else. You're like, Oh, like, I'll, I'll, I'm okay. Like mm. I'll, I'll fix, you know, I'll, you know, you make all these excuses, you know what I mean? And, and no, knowing you're not alone. I just think that, that it, it is so powerful that there are other women that are going through what you're going through. Um, and that there's hope, there is hope to change, but it does come down to you how, you know, you have to be willing to, to change and be willing to do the work, um, to get there, you know, and just yes. knowing that, you know, I, you can give out my, my Instagram handle and everything like that. If there's any women that are out there mm-hmm. listening to this, that, you know, if you want to, you know, send me a message, like I am here. I've been in your shoes. I've, I've, I've felt what you felt. So if you ever just need to talk about it and, you know, whatever, like I, I'm open. (laughs) I know what it's like. That's so sweet. And I think, I think you would agree that in going through the program, that's also one of the benefits is you're in this community with other women too. And you're go, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I am not alone. I'm not alone in, coming from this place of past hurt. And I'm also not alone in committing to do this work and committing to growth and just having that support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love during our group calls, you know, it'd be like, you know, has anybody ever done felt whatever, like, no, throw it in the chat and you just see it's like, boom, boom, boom. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not just me. I'm not the only one out there doing this. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have that wonderful community of, of, of women and and you can always, you know, bounce ideas off of each other in the Facebook group. So, I mean, there's, there's always, 
like I said, you're never alone. You always, there's always women who are right there that are willing to be your hype girl. I love that so much. And Danielle, so I know you said that you wanted, or yeah, that you're open to sharing your social media, which is so sweet. Yeah, so I'd love for you yeah. to do that now. Tell people how can they find you on Instagram if they want to send you a DM just to thank you for being vulnerable mm-hmm. or <laughs> connect with you about the program or just any of their experience. How how can they connect with you? Yeah, so my Instagram is Danny Matlin. So D A N I M A T L O N. Um, so you guys can find me on Instagram. Um, you know, shoot me a DM if you have questions about the program. You know, what's it like? Is it worth it? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for your time. And once again, it has been such an honor to be your coach and to witness your transformation. And that's exactly why I do what I do is for women like you and seeing the change. That's the fuel that keeps me going when I get to see transformations like this. So it's such a, such an honor to know you and I'm excited for you. Like this next chapter of life, this is exciting times. I'm excited too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Once again, thank you so, so much. People know how to get in touch with you. And I always ask this before we go. I know it's like last minute, but before we let you go, if you were walking down the street and there was somebody who runs up to you, a random person, and they're like, hey, tell me your best life advice. Doesn't have to be of all time, but just your best current life advice, what would you say to that person? Be kind. Short and sweet. Be kind. That's so beautiful. To others. Mm -hmm. I love that. That kind of goes full circle with where we started about that kindness to yourself. And when we're really able to give that to ourselves, it just shows up in how we are with others and just how powerful that is. Those simple, simple two words, be kind. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again. Thank you for having me. This was fun. (laughs) It was so much fun. Thanks again. Everyone say hi to her on IG. Um, And of course you all, if you really resonated with this and you're interested in the program, You can absolutely use the link in my Instagram bio to apply. And I'll also have the link in the show notes. So make sure you apply if you know you're ready and you don't want to wait anymore and you're tired of doing the same patterns over and over, apply ASAP. All right. Thank you all. I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. We'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, 
And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.